Welcome to Your Future Today with your hosts, Mark Washington and Scott Burmaster. It is Mark and this is Scott Burmaster. Burmaster. Scott Burmaster and Mark Washington. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know I'm saying because of the internet, I don't know if you could give out the full name nowadays. Yeah, well, we're in the podcast world, so it's kind of the, uh, the, uh, yeah. Written rule, you gotta use your full name. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> and then again, we got those, all of those uh, breaches that happen. What is it now? You can get your credit report frozen and thawed for free because of the security breaches. So who cares about privacy nowadays? That's something we're gonna have to get into, Mark. We will. Well, uh, we are excited to kick off the podcast, take a look at a number of areas. Scott. You want to go down this list here and just let our audience know what we'll be focused on? Oh, man. So, yeah, we've got a lot of things that we're interested in. Technology, futurism. I love space exploration. I mean, that's kind of the, uh, you know, drive of humanity. Big fan of Elon Musk, despite his uh, current mishaps (laughs) here and there. But yeah. I think uh, the general direction of that guy is pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, other cutting-edge science topics, video games, we both love that. Modern literature, got to stay current. And, uh, you know, big ones are like, you know, social influence. What people and movements, government groups, et cetera, are, are doing right, doing wrong, and just really taking stock of the whole gamut. Yeah. Yeah, those are some good areas. And then we'll also share some areas of our expertise Namely around sales. How do you grow your sales closure? And Mark, why would you say that we're sales experts? Because, Scott, an audience, we actually met uh, working as peers over at Appfolio Property Manager. So shout out to the number one property management solution in the world. Shameless plug. But I got to do it. All right, I gotta do it. Uh, so we'll be bringing in uh, some areas related to the property management industry. Uh, definitely delving into, as you mentioned, just the human condition and human relationships. Really excited uh, to maybe even bring in some guest honored speakers for areas that more to uh, come on that. Ah, come on, we'll include some really uh, thoughtful uh, folks that uh, really can. Um, open up our, uh, expand our horizons. I'll cut that. Anyway, as we get going here, um, Scott, why don't we, for our first one, just tackle an area. Why are we doing this uh, podcast? Look, so, you know, the reason why I I thought of doing this with you, Mark, is because you're probably one of the best people when it comes to staying current with technology, gadgets, devices, apps, right? So that's always entertaining. And today, you actually told me of a, of a new app to help just make your personal life a little bit more automated, optimized, have you. Um, so why don't you tell me about this app called Tasker and how you uh, leverage it? Oh, yeah. So great uh, segue into Tasker for automating things on your Android device. Definitely one of the reasons why I love Android, just being an open source uh, operating system and really allowing you to have full access to do whatever you, you want with your phone. So, for example, I use Tasker for automating when I get arrive at work. It'll go ahead and turn off my ringer, put it on vibrate. It'll uh, turn on my Wi-Fi. It'll do a number of things. Um, 
just to, you know, save me the from having to remember that, hey, I'm about to walk into a meeting and I got to turn my phone uh, ringer off. So I use Tasker for that. Also, what, very important folks, using Tasker for uh, when I connect to my car's Bluetooth, being able to go ahead and uh, connect into my car's Bluetooth and being able to go ahead and text people back when they're texting me saying, hey, listen, I am driving. I am not going to read a text and drive. So you either call me or you don't. And in which case, I'll talk to you when I get to my destination. Yeah, that auto response really helps with the hands-free driving, keeping everybody safe, which is what we all want. Yeah. Um, and driving out on the road. So that's just one great, great thing to leverage it with. I actually literally just paid the $2.99 right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start playing around with this this app and really just, you know, have the, uh, you know, custom settings that I want in my day-to-day, you know, life situations. I feel like that's going to just make things a little bit more efficient. Listen, you know, we're all sitting here in the information age. We're getting bombarded, uh, working more, uh, having less, or working more, enjoying less leisure. Uh, you know, if anything, leverage any of the workflow automation that's out there just to improve the quality of your life. And that is definitely how I live. Um, the other thing I wanted to share is actually, Scott, you know, I'm going to take a photo of us as we kick off our inaugural uh, podcast here. So give me a second. I'm going to use my Samsung phone. Hopefully they get to be a, a future sponsor, Samsung. When you, I'm going to I'm going to chat you this and you let us know if you can be a sponsor. All right. Good thing I brushed my teeth. All right. Scotty's brushed his teeth. We're going to do selfie focus. Oh, there it is. Uh, uh, it's not working. Ah, Samsung, I know you did this in the keynote that said how these phones will automatically do portrait mode, but I don't know. Oops. Uh, maybe that's what I do. <laughs> I'll try to get my finger out of the way. Mark, you gonna work on yourself again. I know, I know. I am not good on the selfies, folks. Oh, there we go. I don't know how people do this. Oh, uh, and that's our setup. Oh, oh, you know what they got here? You ever seen this before, Scott? The wide selfie. The wide selfie. Oh, yeah. All right. Back to business. So, Scott, talk to me about what, why did you get interested in, uh, how did you get interested in futurism? Oh, just because just over the past several decades, it's been pretty clear to see how quickly things have developed as far as technology and impacting, you know, how we move and operate as a culture across, you know, borders and everything so it's just something that i like to keep a pulse on because mm. it's always good to uh you know have an idea of what's coming down the pike yeah does it ever scare you i mean just thinking about the fact that a uh, a terminator world could <laughs> soon enough be upon us uh, i'm not i'm not so much afraid about like terminators and robots per se but ai is like kind of a big big mystery, right? What the actual impacts of that are. There's tons of people talking about that out there in, uh, you know, philosophy and business and all this stuff. So it's just very interesting. You know, if we do it right, you know, there's a lot of hope and how it could impact humanity as a whole. Uh, But the the challenge I see is just getting all the countries and all the businesses who are, you know, investing in this technology to be aligned with like what, what lines they will and will not cross, right? For example, creating like AI war machines, right? 
if everyone but one company signs off on that and that one company builds it, then we're pretty much all screwed, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, I wanted to let you finish because what I'm hearing is you are not scared of Skynet. <laughs> we are not going to be retreating to the hills to uh, hide from any AI that's just manifesting itself. Is well, that what I'm hearing? At this point, I mean, that is a potential, right, of any potential futures that exist. Sure. Uh, I think there's enough smart people that are aware of such things. And hopefully, uh, you know, what AI is projected, you know, 2040, somewhere around there, or at least with, when that's when they project singularity to yeah. occur. Uh, Mark, you want to explain what singularity is just for the people who may not? Yeah, so that is uh, when you pass the, I can't think of the name, uh, Turing test or uh, Turing. What, Turing test. Exactly. I was going to muffle that one, but the Turing test of whether you are, you, it, you're in, indistinguishable, indistinguishable, yes, I can pronounce it, uh, uh, between a human and an AI. Um, so that is at which point where we've reached a singularity and uh, almost reminds me of, I, I, here's another plug. If you haven't played the game Detroit, that is a fantastic game on the PS4 <laughs> and really showcases the, the, what a future could look like with androids walking around that literally are sentient and act just like humans. Um, there were some nice, uh, you know, revelations in there that I won't spoil if you haven't played the game, but uh, definitely worth the 10 hours to, to go ahead and play that game. I give it a two thumbs up. Now, Scott, have you played Detroit? I have not. All right. I know you got a PS4. Do I need to just like give you that game and just, uh, you know, next, uh, next uh, time we have this podcast, you can go ahead and share what your experience was? Yeah, well, I can't deny a free game, Mark. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe we reach out to uh, the folks that did Detroit and, uh, you know, see if they can offer us a few moments of their time and see, you know, what uh, really inspired them to want to go and create that Detroit game. Because that was, yeah. it is, excuse me, I should say, current tense. Yeah, that's a, a big sci-fi theme. The uh, humanoid, you know, robots that have AI that, you know, break the mold like Westworld, right? Yeah. You know, and, going too conscious and realizing that they're more than just robots, right? And that's kind of the future that I'm not so much scared about, right? Because you, you, what, basically what these AIs are going to be like are something like a Google or a Facebook, where it's not just encapsulated within a physical object like a robot. It's going to be like a network, you know, across multiple servers, you know, across multiple countries. And that's, that's a lot harder to pinpoint down and, you know, wrangle in if uh, things go haywire. Hmm. Interesting. So I hear what you're saying there. You're not worried about it. I guess I'm sitting here on the verge of getting married next year. Um, thank you. Thank Congrats. you. Uh, Congrats. Yeah, hey, I was just waiting for that. Uh, as you're recently married as well. And thinking about, uh, I mean, you've actually brought Bennett into the world. And you think about your family uh, familial line continuing into the future and Last thing I, I want to even just ponder is just, or that I'm anxious about, is uh, humans going extinct and being exterminated by something that we created that actually became smarter than us. That I know it's going to happen. I just, I don't know, man. I just don't want there to be uh, no longer any Washingtons in the world in 200 years or 100 years, if that, if we even make it that far. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it is a thing that everyone, you know, a lot of people are thinking about stuff like that. These potential for extinction of the, the human race, right? There's a lot of a lot of ways that it can go go awry. War, global warming. Yeah. Right. Those are those are two pretty obvious ones that are that are on deck here. But uh, there's some other ones that you know are less obvious too that maybe we're just not paying enough attention to that. That would be worth, worth exploring in some future episodes. Well, even if you think about the marvel of creation, and, and uh, I like the Mel Robbins uh, video, we'll include that in the links below. Uh, the TED Talk, specifically, where she uh, explains the odds of you actually, Scott, being born, right? What, four million to one or no, something no, like that? It was 400 trillion to one. Oh my God, even worse. Yeah. I was hoping you would give me a little bit more slack but four yeah. trillion four hundred trillion, trillion to one um, yeah that is existence. so we had more odds against us to actually be here today and then to have something we created just knock us out it's like how my you know i go and take a cookie from the cookie jar mm-hmm. and my parents say put that cookie back before uh <laughs> i i you know i i created you and i'll i'll go ahead and i'll put you back that's true. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the whole idea that, that she was bringing up in that podcast is really just, you know, celebrate your life. You know, don't say things like, oh, I'm just doing fine today. Yeah. No, you know, realize that this is a, you know, very unique experience being conscious uh, like we are. Yeah. Some of us. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, t- and just take advantage and celebrate that and kind of live your life in a different way and, and take action on things. So. Uh, and that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I'd love to. I know you might think differently, but welcome some others that might be socially, environmentally, and tech conscious, Scott. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally down. All right. Down to have our conversations, down to uh, you know talk to people out there making moves or people out there even with different beliefs. Yeah. And kind of, you know, that's kind of how, how things change is having conversation discourse, right? And that's the only way to do it. Yeah, so shout out to all the entrepreneurs that are out there. And um, as we get an audience and really build uh, a cadence of, of uh, podcasts, you know, love to, you know, get some engagement and build a community. Yeah, definitely. And Mark, you know, just for a little bit for the people listening at home, whether they're driving or, you know, taking a shower or whatever. <laughs> taking a uh, shower. I like to listen to podcasts in the shower, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, why why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, why, you know, obviously you're very adept at technology. This happened for a reason. And you have these, you know, interests in the future as well and science-based things. So tell us a little about how that came to be. Yeah, so uh, awesome. I actually grew up in a little town called Silver Spring, Maryland. I just say little. It's actually right outside D.C. area. Um, Really popular tech bed. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the eighties, uh, my parents, you know, or I should say my father was also really into the technology. This was like the emergent, right? Emergent, excuse me, of like the internet and, uh, exciting time, uh, for tech. There were a lot of big innovations that were happening. And so, uh, my, uh, dad, I gotta thank him. Shout out to, um, Lester Washington. He actually, brought home our first computer was apple 2c you know from 1984 yeah and um you know that introduced me to computers i remember just taking those floppy disks and putting them in there and then being immersed in a a world um or game or i remember even the text-based star trek games um it just 
took me to uh, another place. Uh, and I know that we, as we're children, we grew up and we, we have visions about who we want to become and, and uh, you know, our fantasies. And um, that's what technology represented for me. And it's uh, infancy was just the ability to um, take you to another reality uh, of your choosing. All you had to do was take a five and 0.25 inch floppy disk and insert it and boom yeah and i'm sure you were like me too as well I know, I know in middle school and high school i was taking apart those towers and poking around in there swapping things in and out yeah rebuilding computers and you know going into you know all the settings and messing around with them and just seeing what broke what didn't and just kind of figuring it all out and ultimately what really came out of that i think is just a, a sense that you know with new technology coming out so quickly even back then right mm-hmm. i remember one of my computers back in the day was like four gigs or something like that yeah. <laughs> it was just like I could hold like 130 yeah, just 130 songs on winamp yeah, yeah winamp. <laughs> oh wow yeah remember all those winamp scans yeah uh, but yeah just little stuff like that just seeing things change you know over time meant yeah. in my small brain back then that you know there's a lot more to come oh yeah you know, and here we are got the most powerful devices in the palms of our hands can communicate with anyone on the planet get any history of information that ever existed in the whole knowledge of human culture you know if i told you uh, that i had one of those devices and this was the 1800s you'd probably burn me at the stake huh mark yeah no totally <laughs> i'd be like what type of magic is this uh are you a mage um no this is a this is definitely a good time uh i'm excited to see where we go especially with the Apple keynote. Uh, I know Apple for a couple of years or maybe even more now has been have been focused on augmented reality. So uh, would love to see, you know, what does that mean for our space um, as well? Eventually, I want to get to the Star Trek holodeck. Oh, yeah, I would love good. to live in that. Or just holograms would be yeah. nice in general, like Star Wars, right? Well, I, I feel like we already have that with uh, what was the one that's in the Palm Desert every year? Not Stagecoach, oh, Coachella. Oh, yeah. Didn't the Tupac hologram? Yeah, I and yeah. I saw another one online the other day where they could they could have like dripping water come oh. down on like a 3D space. Yeah. And they would shine light and water patterns and time things, and you can create like 3D images out of the dropping water. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So that's a little a little more. High tech, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's, that's super high the, tech. The idea, I think, if you, as that technology advances, is like, you know, change that water into dust particles and like have like light hitting these tiny dust particles to illuminate them and then you can potentially make holograms. Wow. There's probably a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, gosh. Uh, yeah. I said Star Trek. I mean, think about even Star Wars, like that little hologram of Princess Leia saying, Obi Wan, help us, please. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Did you see the news? I guess some recent news came out that uh, Star Wars is actually not going to be doing the annual releases that they you know, kind of embarked on a few years ago. Uh, Why, they running out of material already? Well, I think they ran out of George Lucas, to be honest with uh, you. Yeah. You know, the original creator and, you know, one that uh, really, uh, this is his brainchild, right? And he had the ones that he knew in his mind, I'm sure, what the storylines were and I don't know, man. Killing off, oops, I shouldn't spoil it. But since we're already down that road, <laughs> killing off Luke was just, that was, you don't do that, you know? Everybody you dies, that. Mark. Even Yoda died. Sure, yeah. He lived, what, 800 years or something? Yeah. Can you imagine living 800 years? Yeah. 
Do you know how much tail that guy probably got? Who, Yoda? Yeah. Didn't he have a tail? <laughs> oh, well said. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that, that Star Wars stuff is good, you know, it's kind of unfortunate. But there's a lot of material out there. I know we're just listening to uh, uh, the Star Wars universe, Thrawn. That is right. He's not in any of the movies. No, he's not. But that character is pretty amazing. Yeah, Thrawn is... Uh, he is a master manipulator, oh, calculative. Yeah, yeah. You know, these people are... Uh, I wouldn't really call him... I guess you'd call him a person. Yeah, amazing tactician. I really like that guy. So, um, yeah, if you guys have the chance, check out that... Any of the uh, the Thrawn books, those are pretty good. Yeah, I gotta, you know what? I gotta say, it, it was, you know, so I know we were both listening to the audiobook. Uh, Mark Thompson, who narrates the audiobook, it, it, maybe it's just the way that he builds these different voices for these characters, but his his what the voice he chose for Thrawn is so amazing. Um, it's so yeah. sinister and ah, it just yeah. gives me chills every time I listen to it. I'm sorry, man. I can't listen to that in the shower. <laughs> I freak out. Yeah. Sorry. It's not going to happen. Oh man. So, so yeah, more, more to come on those. More books. to come. We, we, we like to crush audio books, like to crush we podcasts. Do. I'm happy to even talk about other podcasts on this show just because there's a lot of good information and great topical stuff out there that people are pushing out. And sometimes I think of additional questions that I think would be fun to talk about based on what these people have started launching off. Yeah. So, you know, could could get fun, could get uh, could get dicey, could get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> could. Uh, let's try to keep the emotion on the positive side. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I think that sometimes we're going to have differing opinions, and that's what will make this uh, really good is uh, – yeah, I'm going to present my point of view and, and supporting argument, and I'd love to hear yours. Um, so this is uh, definitely embarking on this adventure. I know we talked about technology, futurism, a little bit of video games thus far. Um, and for this first podcast, maybe we delve into, you know, what other uh, cutting-edge science are you hearing or seeing? Um, I heard one interesting, but I'll save it. Sure. Go for it. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, let's, well, let's yeah, yeah, let's get it out. Uh, so I heard that China is actually releasing their version of a laser that can heat up your internals and uh, make them spontaneously combust. Wow. So China is trying to come up some with some new warfare. Stuff. Yeah, using lasers that can take bullets. out those don't do a good enough job, do they, Mark? No, and you think about it, uh, bullets, uh, you know, they can be stopped, right? You get, you know, yeah. some metal armor or something like that, some good Kevlar, they can stop your bullets. Develop some plasma vests or something. Like yeah. Melting of the insides. That sounds pretty scary, Mark. Yeah. yeah some little infrared laser, yeah. but um, got to stay away from that. China, please don't be using that anytime that's kind soon. That's one of my points from earlier, kind of circling back around. You know, China is one of the big threats, right? Even though, you know, historically the past 10, 20 plus years, we've been on relatively good terms. Obviously, things are a little bit tumultuous now with these ongoing, uh, you know, tax situations with, uh, uh, you know, our president today. But that tax stuff aside, like, they're the ones, even if we all decide to you know, agree on AI and not do things like with warfare or other things like, you know, genetically engineer humans however we want, right? Or something like that. Like they're the ones that are have the you know track record to disregard that and kind of just 
push the envelope to maximize their success. See, and Scott, here we go. This is my uh, difference of opinion, and um, here are my supporting arguments. You're going to find I make a lot of Star Trek and Star Wars references, maybe. Uh, I, I just love it. I, I would love to have George Lucas on this show, but more to come on that. Uh, maybe I should tweet him. <laughs> but Scott, the uh, reason I bring this up is I have more of a United Federation of Planets view. Uh, Star Trek. And by that, I mean, I really th think about globalism. I don't see China as a quote unquote threat. I see China as a, you know, important strategic partner uh, and as one of the, you know, superpowers in the world. Uh, there, you know, there's shared responsibility, uh, whether that's trade or economic sustainability. Um, you know, I, I think that China has some obligations. Now, whether we agree with them from a from a society or from a, a political standpoint, I know they're a communist country. I get it. Um, that's a totally separate argument, and maybe we circle back and kind of talk about that. But yeah, that's a, that's a whole whole uh, matzo ball. Right <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. No, no. We we can talk about that later. But um, I just think you know it, it's it's interesting to to see what other companies are, are looking to innovate and. You know, this one particularly was warfare, but what else are they doing that could um, really shape our future? 